2: Welcome back to another week of Uncensored. We've got kind of a different crew today. This is I don't know that we've ever done this combo. Mm-mm. We've got Brad out and Erica and Jacob around. We're in this full holiday season. Skeleton crew. We're yeah. skeleton. <laughs> barely keeping this place going. This is all we need. <laughs> yeah,
0: Only essential employees. Yeah, to go yeah this today. is the bare bones <laughs> team here.
2: But yeah, so um getting back from christmas and getting into the swing of things for me i had i was just telling zach and chris like i screwed up my pto this year i <laughs> i keep like putting off vacations and doing stuff i'm like oh, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna save it for hunting season tagged mm-hmm. out early and mm-hmm. so then all of a sudden at the end of the year i just dropped like all these days and so i feel like i don't even work here anymore but <laughs> <laughs> my email inbox is probably a mess so. yeah so
1: you took a trip to Montana? Tell us, tell us all about yeah, that. Yeah,
2: that was another thing. Is like I, the past like forty days, I've just been traveling. Like I was, um, I was in Nebraska with Derek. Oh, yeah. Got home from that, and then me and Sav did a vacation in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Got back from that, and a couple of days later, flew out to Bozeman, which is um, mountain tough. I'll talk about that in a sec. And then got back from that and went to Nashville with my family and then came home for Christmas. And it was everybody's houses Jeez. doing the Jeez. whole thing, snowstorm, all that. So it was, uh, I was telling Chris earlier, it's like, you know, it's a lot, but definitely could be worse. It was a lot of fun. Like <laughs> a lot of the traveling, it was just a great time. So, um, but yeah, the the Montana trip. Um, so me and Paul Campbell um, from the O2 Ohio Outdoors podcast flew out to... Hang out with like Weston Paul and the Mountain Tough team, and um, because we're gonna be working on this partnership together, Mm -hmm. um, coming up here in a couple weeks, and um, it was it was awesome. Like we were having a meeting, um, you know, a few months ago, and he's like, "Hey, you all should come out here," and I was like, "Can I bring my buddy Paul? He's got a cool like fitness journey story." He's like, "Yeah, sure. Like book the book the flight. Let's go." And originally he was like, "Let's do a one day turnaround and like try to make that work," and Mm -hmm. it didn't. So we ended up basically flying out there i went from louisville to minneapolis to bozeman Hmm. landed in bozeman about two o'clock their time i don't even know what time time so two hours behind (laughs) us right this was like time traveling it was so weird (laughs) we get there and we go straight he picked us up in a chevy malibu we landed in like everything's white i mean they're having a like Mm full-on montana snowstorm and i'm like freaking out a little bit, flying in. For them, it's probably nothing. It it's was just not a Tuesday typical Tuesday. Yeah. It was more than what we have here. And sure. we're like freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, he picks me and Paul up in a Chevy Malibu. I'm expecting everybody in Bozeman to be driving like these big old trucks and stuff. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, no, actually most of us really just whip these little beaters around because yeah. it saves on gas. And then, you know, if we're going up in the mountains, we'll use our trucks. But, um, so he takes us straight to like mountain tough HQ which is really cool. They have, like, um, kind of, like, an office and then, like, a giant studio area um, and, like, a kitchen and full of, like, tons of healthy food strings drinks. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Got to try a bunch of random stuff. And um, basically they're like, okay, get changed. We're going to shoot the videos, which are going to be, like, it's basically a video series explaining, like, each day of the workout. Mm-hmm. And they had – there was, like, four coaches to, for me and Paul. Mm-hmm. And – We just went back and forth on, like, these different exercises. They'd be like, okay, Braden, you're going to do this workout. And then, you know, I had a coach just for me, and he would watch me do it. And he'd be like, okay, so you want to change this, this, and this. Here's exactly what we want it to look like. And he would get me to do it right. And Mm -hmm. so it would be on video of, like, him correcting me and then Mm -hmm. showing exactly how it's done. So we did that probably, like, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And, you know, it, it was super casual and chill. Like, me and Paul weren't tired. We just did, like, a few reps of everything. And they're like, okay, you guys want to go do a workout? And we're like, sure. Um, you know, let's do it. We just got off a plane and got up at 3 a.m. <laughs> and flew to the mountain elevation. Like, let's go do a workout. And so um, we go over to their gym, which is connected to where we were, and it's like this giant, I mean, you'd be in heaven. It's, it looks kind of like a CrossFit <laughs> gym. Like yeah. They had all the racks. They had turf. They had all kinds of terrible machines to just destroy you. <laughs> and um, – we walk over to this giant like metal board that they used to like write their workouts on and um they're like okay so we're gonna do a two versus two workout um there's gonna be one mountain tough guy and one go wild guy well they kept thinking paul was with go Wild the first <laughs> yeah. but, um and so it was uh we each had a partner uh, for mountain tough and we would go and like kind of work together, and we were, like, competing against the other two. Mm-hmm. So the workout was this horrible machine that's, like, I think they call it, like, a ski machine. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? The one where you grab Yeah, where the, you pull down. And you pull down. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's... You're basically, like, you start in a standing position, and then you go down into a squat, and you pull on these cables. Yeah,
0: you got to not bend your back, or and you're you going to have a terrible day.
2: Yes. And I had never done it before. Paul had never done it before. So anyway, you do that for, like... Of forever and then you go and you do 10 air squats and you go to a wall sit and while you're wall sitting your partner gets onto the ski machine okay and if you're on the wall sit and you stand up your partner on the ski machine has to stop okay and so that's where the competition was is like you can't go unless your partner's in the
0: those wall sets wall hurt after a while too. <laughs> so
2: then you do two rounds of that each and then i'm sorry so four did rounds. you have like a goal for
0: distance on distance. the ski? Okay. so
2: it was 250 meters okay and so you had to do a total of 1,000 together mm-hmm. um, in that same kind of rotation. Then after that, you do um, 40 calories on the assault bike, split up however you want. Mm-hmm. And then that was one round, and we did four rounds. Me and Paul both threw up after the second round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like it was, it was the worst workout I've done since college. I mean, it was horrible, like dying. Me and Paul are embarrassed of like, man, Like we come out here to do this. We're yakking. But we made it through. And we won. Uh, uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> I am mean, gonna take
0: that to mean Paul wins. I'm gonna, Paul I'll say won. Paul won. Let's <laughs> say
2: Paul won. He he definitely was a champ through it. He had a great attitude, and I'm over there like, I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. Um, but anyway, so we wrap that up, and they're like, all right, let's go shoot a podcast. So we go from there, just walk back over to the studio, and the team had already set up like in their studio an awesome like little podcasting set up for the four of us to sit down and we did like a two some hour long podcast just talked about all kinds of stuff but really around the fitness journey um, of like an outdoorsman like Mm -hmm. you know the importance of baseline fitness and stuff like that so um, really cool to like get to hear their stories and Paul's story in particular um, really excited for that to come out uh, it'll be dropping about the same time that all the partnership stuff that we're doing together starts. that's awesome um, but it's, it's it's funny you
1: mentioned like the like the baseline like you know there needs to be I think it's often an overlooked part of 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 hunting specifically but I would say general just outdoor pursuits is like you know there is a reasonable expectation of of fitness and then when you're not uh, that reasonable level of fitness, it's like you're 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 introducing a lot of danger to yourself right yeah, and and, and, and to, to others right yeah the people that um, are with you i'll I'll. Uh, I had a guide tell me a story one time, uh, about, uh, they, they were doing bear hunting in Alaska. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, it's very expensive, you know, to hire a guide. Um, and he, this particular guide is very expensive and, Uh, He had a client uh, who, you know, paid all his money, apparently did no prep work. um, No, no, this guy was not a a seasoned hunter or a seasoned fitness, you Mm -hmm. know, um, just showed up, paid his money, and literally three hours into the bear hunt, quit. Like, just (laughs) quit. Like, could not continue on. Yeah. And all they had been doing to that point was hiking. Oh, my gosh. And so I think it just, like, you know, but you know, kudos to that guy that like, he was like, look, I can't, I can't go on any further. But I, I do think it's like an often overlooked thing in our industry of like, yeah, firearm safety, you know, make sure you have the right gear. Like these are all very important facets of, of being an outdoorsman. But I think an often overlooked aspect of it is like, are you physically equipped to do whatever the task is that you're doing? And if you're not, you need to get there. Um, Because not only does it affect, you know, introduce danger to you, but everyone else who's with you um, is is now, you know, at risk because you're not physically fit enough to do whatever the task is. Now, I'm not saying you need to show up like Arnold Schwarzenegger and be like, you know, cut to the max, but, you know, it's, I think it's an often overlooked and like important thing, which it's cool that like Mountain Tough is, you know, uh, starting. Like, I'm glad that more attention is being brought Mm -hmm. to, you know, that you do need to have some level of fitness um, to, you know, do well. Uh, especially with certain outdoor pursuits, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, 100%. I mean, and it's it's evident that there's, like, a need for it because, um like, to think that Mountain Tough would be successful in the workout space, like, what what market or niche is, like, more crowded than the workout space? Yeah. Like, there's a million plans. There's a million, you know, bits of gear and uh, coaches and all this stuff, and they're, like, they're blowing up like crazy because they saw, like, this market and – you know, it's just, it's kind of been an overlooked thing for like a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and to your point, like there's a baseline of fitness for like different pursuits. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're just going to go, you know, shoot one buck a year and drag it out, like, you know, you need a little cardio, you need to, you know, be able to, you know, have strong legs to be able to pull that Mm gear out, but you don't need to be jacked. But if you're going to go like up in the mountains and Chase elk 10 miles a day up a mountain, like literally up a mountain. Yeah. That's a different level of fitness. And (laughs) you could have
0: hundreds of pounds of animal that you've got to carry out that same mountain.
2: Exactly. And not to mention like decision making. That was a big thing we talked about too, because this particular partnership we're doing with Mountain Tough is around, like, getting ready for turkey season. Mm -hmm. And, dude, turkeys are like, so finicky, especially, like, Easterns around here Mm -hmm. and stuff. They're so finicky. And, like, you make one mistake because you're tired. And you don't want to chase that one. Or, like, oh, this one's really firing off, but it's far away, and we got this one over here that we think is there. We're going to go hang out over here and Mm -hmm. do this one. And, you know, whatever the situation is, like, you might have one chance all season to shoot that big tom that you're after. Um, So it's kind of like you know, there's a, there's a, there's a health element to it. And then there's just like, you know, being a better hunter, like yeah, it, totally. it's, uh, and angler, like if you want to get up and go fly fish in crazy wild places and stuff like that, um, mm. it's all about kind of extending your ability to keep doing stuff you love. Right.
1: And I think like, you know, the, the fitness, you know, uh, fitness in America, right. It's like, you know, uh, I'd say, you know, from the fitness craze of like the the '80s to you know uh, up until I would say the CrossFit boom, mm-hmm. it was you know yeah you had some like bodybuilding and stuff in there The, the you know the, and bodybuilding continues to be very popular. But like it was being fit for the sake of being fit, right? Yeah, like, which which is important, right? Like yeah, everybody should be healthy and like all that sort of stuff. But I think. You know, with CrossFit and, like, some of these other, like, um, some of the Spartan races and, like, you know, now it's about functional fitness, right? Like, you know, what can I do uh, to help me perform a task or uh, a hobby or or something I'm passionate about better, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, just using a personal example, like, you know, uh, just something I've observed is, like, look at golf uh, 20 years ago, and look mm-hmm. at golf now. All these dudes are, like, lifting mass amounts of weight. Mm-hmm. like, and, and that's not, like, something, like, it used to be, like, taboo. Like, oh, you're going to l- lift weights and play golf. Like, that's going to mess with your swing. or Like, that's going to do something to mess you up. Um, and now, like, and these guys are, you know, getting jacked because yeah. they realize they can hit the ball farther. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's just we're, we're seeing this. And the only reason I bring that up is, like, I think we're seeing this, this flow down into – functional fitness right Right. like you know how does fitness make you do better at whatever it is that you want to do now of course in traditional sports like you know football basketball i think you know fitness have been you know well ingrained into yeah for sure but i think we're starting to see like oh like you know if you want to be a better hunter you want to be a better angler if you want to you know uh you know climb a mountain you know like these are things that you need to train hard for um because it's it's going to make you better it's going to make everyone safer it's going to make you safer um all that sort of stuff because you know you hear these stories of you know um you know people you know getting injured or are or, or dying you know doing different outdoor pursuits and oftentimes it comes down to bad decision making like you said mm-hmm. which could be a result of you're tired because you weren't Properly training for whatever it is that you're doing, so it's. I think it's just back to like full circle to what I said at the beginning was, you know, as much like <laughs> as important as firearm safety is when you're when you're going out hunting, fitness should be like an equal part of
0: that too. Yeah, like just as important. Right? And I think it's super important to learn like how to lift properly mm-hmm. too. Like you're going to learn that through those workouts through CrossFit. I feel like that's one thing I've really nailed. Is I'm not going to go out if I go shoot a deer. In my my example is more picking up a forty pound little kid mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pull my back out because I go and squat all the time. Like yeah. I know the right way to lift,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that's super important. If you go out hunting, you don't want to pull your back out when <laughs> no, you you're don't. out <laughs> in the mountains. Would be terrible. So yeah, yeah. things
2: can get real in a hurry. Right like it true. can go from a fun time to oh no, you know I gotta I need my body to perform and get me out of here or get my buddy out of here. Right. Crazy crazy stuff happens. So yeah. We all know that um but i think one of the cool things about like working with mountain tough in particular like their focus on like outdoor enthusiasts and stuff the workouts that they came up with it's like there's no equipment needed Mm -hmm. and they did it so that you could scale it all the way up to like you're a beast like Mm -hmm. you know i think of some of the folks in the go wild platform that are logging workouts all the time like you guys are going to get more than you want. Like, mm-hmm. it it, it mm-hmm. can scale up to you, but it can also scale down to someone that hasn't worked out in three years mm-hmm. and or, you know, maybe ever. And you want to, like, start getting your body going again and start figuring out, you know, what's not working what mm-hmm. needs to get going again. Like, all these workouts are kind of designed to, like, test your full body and then, like, really start, you know, getting you in shape, get that cardio going again, get your legs in shape, get your shoulders in shape. Like, it's, it's all you know, very functional, very, uh, focused on like flexibility and strength. I, mm-hmm. I just thought it was, you know, really well put together. That's good. Um, that's awesome. there, and, and, you know, just the, the emphasis on the, the outdoorsman, I think just makes such a big difference. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like we're trying to bodybuild or, you mm-hmm. know, get a six pack or whatever. Like maybe that's your thing. But cool. But like a lot of us just want to Keep doing this. Like we want to keep doing this for as long as we can. That's right. Um, So anyway, we finished that podcast with them, and we went into a lot of detail um, on a lot of different things. It was it was really fun. And they're like, okay, cool, uh, let's go to the Stone Glacier party. Um, so we went to a Stone Glacier Christmas party. That's cool. Which mm-hmm. is, like, super cool and really different for me. Like, driving around Bozeman, like, you look out the window while we're driving, it's like, oh, there's a big brand I know. Oh, there's a big brand I know. Oh, there's a big It's like all these – it's like the New York City of outdoor brands. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, it's yeah. just – it's, like, everywhere, and they all know each other and hang out. So we go there, and, you know, it's it was super nice. Super, they were just great people they had like all this wild game advertisers and stuff Mm -hmm. going around and um they did like a can drive and uh Mountain Tough had brought a bunch of cans that they gave him, so they did a giant raffle and gave away a bunch of their like really cool backpacks and swag and stuff. So um, I know Paul bought some bought some hats, and they're doing like big discounts and stuff like that. It's it just awesome. It's a lot of fun because everyone you talked to that was at that party is like, "Oh, I work for so and so," and it's like, "Oh, cool! Like I, I use that." You know, <laughs> yeah. like nice to meet you. Um, I work for Go Wild. I smell a little like puke right now. Please, <laughs> yeah. please yeah. forgive me. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, Mountain Tough tried to kill me but made it through um but yeah so we wrapped up that party and um went to dinner uh, at a like local bozeman joint downtown and me and paul went back to the hotel and paul had the genius idea of jumping in the hot tub for like 20 minutes before we got mm-hmm. to bed because we knew we had the plane Uh, we had a flight the next day and uh, I don't know if that helped or not because I felt horrible but (laughs) we literally went to the hotel slept for a couple hours and then back to the airport I flew out and came home and it was just like a whirlwind i felt yeah. like i <laughs> literally time warped it was it was <laughs> how, pretty crazy. How,
1: did you have like delayed soreness like were you super sore the next day dude like.
2: yeah so like i said i've been like traveling and stuff like also for hunting season i like worked my butt off to get in shape for hunting season yeah. then hunted and then like have not been on the same regimen <laughs> and what happened was i did crossfit for like several months to i needed to drop some weight Um, And it worked, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to switch to Mountain Tough. Mm -hmm. And I kept just, like, delaying it as the season was going. And so I have had this gap between CrossFit and Mountain Tough Mm -hmm. that, like, I'm not in shape right now. (laughs) Like, I'm not. And so I was sore for several days, (laughs) struggling. But, uh, you know, finally recovered and uh, ready to get, I need to get, you know, get going on the Mountain Tough workouts. We were just saying, like, all of us got um, set up to start doing the workouts before, Mm -hmm. and I think it'd be... Uh, a good decision for us to start. Yeah, start doing a workout or two to get. Also, ready. People at like, the office
1: are going to be real tired and sore and limping around. And it's like <laughs> then, then we'll know that everyone's using
2: it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll know. It'll be it'll be very obvious who's doing it and who's not. And and I think um, a cool thing from them is just like how excited they were to partner with us mm-hmm. and like the community element of what we're doing is something that they're not like they've never really done that before. Um, and so I think their their heart for like we just want to you know help outdoor enthusiasts like get healthy and you know avoid injury and risk and we think this is going to be a big you know driver for that and talked a lot about like i'm not a woman so i can't speak to what what hunting and working out does for women but for men like having a pursuit and like chasing down workouts with the intention of going after a game animal or Mm -hmm. like a game fish or something like that, it just sparks something in you. I mean, you have a goal, right? It's like, it's it's
1: one thing to like, you know, uh, I was really into fitness for when I was in my early twenties and, you know, there's a big difference between your, your passion for working out when you have a goal versus when you don't have a goal. Right. Like when you don't have a goal, it's easier to cheat. You're, you feel like you're just going through the motions. Like you, you may just kind of check the boxes and not giving your best. When you have a goal and a deadline and like things you're working for, Mm -hmm. like makes all the difference. And I think, you know hunting, fishing, whatever your outdoor pursuit is, like, you know, having a goal, like, you know, I want to, you know, go hunt out west or I want to, you know, catch some, you know, deep sea marlin or something, you know, like having a goal and then, you know, tailoring your fitness plan to that goal, I think will pay dividends. And then you won't care as much about being sore. You won't care as much about gacking right after (laughs) (laughs) work. Like those, those are things that I think uh, that, that will help help keep people motivated. Right. Like yeah. what better way to keep yourself motivated than tying your fitness to your, to your hobby, to your passion, to, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. And, and obviously we talked about all the other benefits of, you know, safety and, and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I, I think, you know, just having a goal is like 80% of it. Right. Like, just yeah. like that's what separates people that are, you know, freaks about working out and, like, you know, are super rigid about it is they they do a good job with goal setting and they have things they want to accomplish. And people that don't, I think, are are easier to fall off the bus. Um, But And, again, I think that's just why, like, tying fitness to your – passions mm-hmm. in life are that they, I mean in what better way for all of us outdoorsmen to you know tie it to whatever it is we like to do in
2: the outdoors right yeah so, anyway. yeah I mean I think there's something special about like dedicating your whole self to something like mm. that's something I, I loved about baseball was like I am giving every waking moment mm-hmm. you know to this so that mm-hmm. when you get that big hit or you make that big play on defense it's like it feels so good to, like, validate all that work he did. Yeah, he really earned it. Dude, I was almost in tears when I shot that buck this year. <laughs> like, I I was not in shape last year. I had such a hard time in the woods keeping up and doing things. And this year, man, like, I'm just zipping around, mm. feeling great. Like, you know, and, you know, it's, it's not a coincidence that, like, we had – that early success this year of like you know in shape and able to get in get out not not cut corners and um and
1: you did saddle hunting too right so it's yeah. not like you're just like you know walking up a tree stand and right you know plumping down and mm-hmm. you know yeah falling asleep but. yeah
2: dude with that craze fitness should have to go it should be on the same trend as saddle hunting because if you're not like flexible and in some amount of shape mm-hmm. like saddle hunting you, you're sweating by the time you get to the top like mm-hmm. it, it, it requires like some some serious, you know, fitness, and I, I think just to do it safely, like, to, to ma- maintain that headspace of, like, intentional movement and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, if you're focused on, like, oh, my leg hurts or, oh, I'm like, my, heart, my heart's beating really fast and I'm mm-hmm. tired and all that stuff, like, you're, gonna, you're more likely to make mistakes. Maybe mm-hmm. you won't, but, like, it's all about lowering that. Probability that something terrible um you know happens so yeah absolutely but yeah man so that was that was that trip um ha- i have not really been hunting the past couple weeks so yeah. excited to i'm off uh, thursday and friday this week and so i'm gonna get out thursday morning um probably by myself maybe with one other buddy and then um it's phil's birthday on friday cool. so we're gonna try to uh shoot another doe so nice right
1: here in kentucky or are you guys are you guys going somewhere
2: Uh, We'll be in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't draw or, or buy Kentucky tags this year, but... That's changing next year. We're, I want to hunt with the Go Wild team a little more. So. Yeah.
1: So a lot of people don't know this, but like you know, we're we're HQ'd in, in Louisville, Kentucky, which uh, so uh, which is right on the other side of the Ohio River from Indiana. So we have about half our team that lives in Indiana. Uh, we have the other half of our team that's in Kentucky. So in terms of like where people hunt and fish and what tags or permits you have, it's a little different yeah. uh, with the team because you know some people may be you know one state versus the other, so which makes it makes it interesting. So. Yeah.
2: And a lot of the it's, so it's me and Erica that hunt in Indiana and then like the other guys all hunt down here mm-hmm. so um, that's, I think me and Phil are going to get Kentucky tags and we're talking about even doing a deer camp in Kentucky with the go wild guys oh, that's and awesome. going down to maybe like Daniel Boone or something. I would to like to get in on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get Chris, you're going to
0: turkey hunt this year? I'm going to turkey hunt. I okay. want to deer hunt this year. I've never oh, been man. deer hunting okay. and I think this needs to be my year. Awesome. That might be my mountain tough inspiration okay, to get in, to do a deer hunt. Yeah. No, nah,
2: so. this is a good time to decide to do it. Cause now you have like all year to mm-hmm. slowly acquire the gear and, right. and get uh are you are you gonna try to gun hunt or are you want to yeah or are you do? gun hunt gun hunt yeah sweet yeah man that'll be fun to get you get you going on that and mm-hmm. then by the time season comes around you'll be in shape have the gear and yes ready to get after i've it. got
0: a bunch of chemo and i've got a rifle but oh, besides okay, that i don't know what else i'll need so we'll have <laughs> to talk
2: about that oh yeah yeah and do you have you been like YouTube and podcasts, like, not hunting yet. stuff?
0: This has just been, uh, what should I do in 2023? And I think That's go after things. a deer should be one of those
2: things. Dude, with the way like your brain works as a dev engineer and all that like for hunting i think it's gonna be scary like <laughs> you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna figure be, this out in a big way Like get too into it <laughs> yeah yeah it's very i think it's very similar like the thirst for like figuring something super hard and like ambiguous out like mm-hmm. you can do everything right and things like still don't go your way mm-hmm. and like trying to figure it's it's so much fun um, being able to to go after something such, like, the challenge again. Like, just yeah. having having something in front of you is, is so so awesome. So, I'm stoked for turkey season. I'm stoked for fly fishing season. Mm-hmm. Got a new reel nice. um, coming up here in February and March. We'll be getting, getting on them again. So, going to be a fun start to the year. Cool. Sweet. Sounds good. Cool. All right, guys. Well, um, make sure you log the show, um, and we will see you next week. All right. See you guys. Success.